Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Earrings Off. We want to invite you to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. You can find us on Facebook at Earrings Off Podcast and on Instagram at The Earrings Off Podcast. Welcome to Earrings Off. I'm Lou. And I'm Teresa. Let's get started. Well, hello, Teresa and I are here today with Debbie Ward, and welcome, Debbie, to Earrings Off. Thank you. Thank you. We are excited to have Debbie, and Debbie is here because she has quite a story to share, and we're excited um, about getting some information out to you. So we're going to forge right in today. So, Debbie... I told people you're a little different. You got a different story. So I'm going to start with the elephant in the room. Why? What made you think going to college as a more mature student was a good idea? What was your motivation? Actually, the motivation was just the opportunity. Um, I knew I was going to retire, but and I also knew that I just I had to do something. Uh And because Ray Charles service in the army, mm-hmm. I was given the opportunity to go basically for free. What? Wow. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it was like, take advantage of it. And literally I did start just for enrichment. You know, I'm just going take a couple of classes and I'm done. But I'm telling you after the first, especially the first class, mm-hmm. um, I'm like, Oh, I like this. Really? Um, so then I found I could, plus I could only go two semesters as non-degree seeking or uh-huh. just for enrichment. Uh-huh. So then I applied and I was accepted. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so when you say, when you started taking a class and you felt like, wow, I like this, what, what did you like? I mean, what happened? I like the challenges. Um, I like that I had something that I could do. I could look forward to doing. And it was something that I'd always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I chose not to do college after high school, mm-hmm. um, mainly because I didn't think mom and daddy could afford it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they had tried to send my brother prior to me and they struggled. And I just didn't want to see them struggle. Really? Mm-hmm. So I did a two-year program as an x-ray tech where they paid me a stipend to go mm-hmm. and learn a trade. But then after Rachel, after I um, retired and it was available, it was like, take advantage of it. So mm-hmm. you, you mentioned that you like the challenges. Can you, can you talk about that a little bit? Like what, what were the challenges or obstacles that you faced? If there were, well, you know, when I, I when I saw that question, I'm like obstacles. There weren't really obstacles. Okay. They were self-imposed okay. choices that limit limiting choices, I guess. Mm-hmm. You limit yourself by what you think you can do or what you think you can't do. Um, but you can really do anything you set your mind to. Mm-hmm. Can you say um, that again? Yeah. 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 <laughs> That you set your mind to. Oh, right. Because, yes. Because, you know, my self-imposed obstacles were fear. That's of what not I want to ask about. Yeah. 
my self-imposed obstacles were pride. If I can't make it, I can't ask anybody because well, I'm 55. I can't go to somebody and ask for help and just <laughs> just or whatever. Um, parking, you know, yeah. I drove a little. I, at the time, I drove a larger car. We, Ray Charles, we bought a smaller car mm-hmm. so that I wouldn't have to worry about parking. Because <laughs> <laughs> parking is was, something on a major campus. Trust yeah. me, I know. Yeah. The joke was I still drove the smaller car like it was the larger car. <laughs> oh, but, that's funny. <laughs> that is so funny. Uh, you know, walking on campus, getting lost, having to ask for directions, you know, all of those were just self-imposed obstacles that I actually overcame. And, you know, I'm like, I can do this. Yeah. I just want to back up. You went back to school. When you were 55, Debbie, really? <laughs> I, I, I retired. And the, the thing is, I turned 55 on March 14th. So I'm like, I can retire on March 15th. Uh-huh. But then I found out I had to wait till April 1st. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't know. So yes, I retired on April, April 1st. And I started classes that fall semester in August. Wow. Well, let me tell you, um, you know, you take you take that advice that they give retirees about keep your mind active and stay busy. You take that to a whole new level. <laughs> I don't know if they meant go back and earn a degree, Debbie. I, I mean, that's that might be a little excessive, but okay. <laughs> you know, and I, I tease Courtney and Shelby because you know it was like, can you help me with this? Oh no, Mama! You can do it, and I am oh, like, "Oh, that is hilarious!" The same thing that I used to <laughs> tell them. Oh no, you can do it. <laughs> that oh, is hilarious, oh. and I did. You know, it would take me, and I will be honest: for a college student, it may take them an hour to do something. For me, literally, it may it may take three to four. But mm-hmm. eventually, that three to four got down to two to three, one to right. two, and I was able. You know, I could do it. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. Wow. So now, Debbie, how did people react when you told them you were going to college? Most people were supportive mm-hmm. um, and encouraging, especially a few of my girlfriends that we, you know, we worked together as an x-ray tech. Um, but all in all, Rachel, Courtney and Shelby were just very supportive. Your immediate and, family, um, yeah. And they were the three that really mattered the most. You know, um, Shelby had a, a friend who um, was very, very encouraging. And she went to school with them at Lynchburg. And as far as proofing and editing my work uh-huh. and encouraging me, you know, you can do this, Miss Debbie, do this, Miss <laughs> Debbie, you know. And that was just, you know, I had a good circle of people around me supporting me. So, so you mentioned um, you started out with, you know, just taking those classes for enrichment purposes, right? And then it was like a, I, I, I envisioned like a light bulb um, when you were getting the joy from the classes and deciding to go on forward to, to seek a degree, right? So what, what class or classes seemed um, to resonate with you or seem to spark your interest the most? I thought about that when I read the question and I, and you know, I'm, I'm a keeper. I've got every syllabus 
every paper. I mean, really? Every discussion question, I went back through all of those. And I'm like, oh, I enjoyed this class. I enjoyed this class. I enjoyed this class. This class taught me a lot. Um, The first class was, I think it was Introduction to African-American Studies. I think that's the name of it. I'm like, mm, they didn't teach me this when I was growing up. Mm. Um, I, I didn't know this. And I always sat not quite in front of the class, but not in the back. Uh-huh. And literally, um, I feel like the first class I sat there the whole semester with my mouth open because I'm like, ah, I didn't know this. Why didn't they teach us this? Um, this is totally new. So it like sparked the like, ah, oh, I want to know a little bit more. So I kind of dabbled. I did some FM classes. I did some women's studies classes. I did some religious studies classes. I mean, that's the thing about college. You can do anything almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love this excitement in you. Oh, yeah. um, it was just fun. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was kind of stressful at times, you know, because uh, I kind of went off the deep end a little bit. You know, I have to have this done. Yeah. Uh, it's got to be this way. Um, if I was in a group, it's like, I know what I can do. I don't know what they can do. Yeah. So I'm going to take the part. That I know we're going to get into the end. I don't know that they will. Yeah. So, you know, um, Courtney Shelby would kind of rein me in. Mama's <laughs> not that serious. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you talked about doing some uh you know, work with other students and groups and all of that. Of course, that's uh, par for the course in college. But how did other students react to you? Actually, they treated me just just like a regular student. Um, it didn't appear that age was a, a big factor or an issue. Um, we were all there to get an A, mm-hmm. to succeed. Yeah. Um, I only remember having one student... And, you know, this is when texting was kind of just coming yeah. out uh-huh. and we were in a group and, you know, texting is supposed to be a few number or a few characters or yeah. words. <laughs> so he says, you text like my mom. A whole oh. <laughs> <laughs> so after he said that, I worked hard to not make my text so long because we're in a group together. But I think he was like... She ain't gonna change. Let me just. <laughs> but generally, the students were, um, you know, I think it was a common respect for each other. Um, I didn't find that anybody was mean or, mm-hmm. you know, j- joked about age or anything. No, I, I really didn't see that. Okay, that's good. That's good. And was what it- a- what about um, not only the students so you had a good experience with the administration the professors as well yeah pretty much um with undergrad um you know it's a totally different set I think of students with grad school and because I was um, in the gerontology program a lot of my classmates were my age or older quite a few yeah or they had, you know, they were working on their master's. So a lot of them weren't the regular 18, 19, 20 year old. And I want to make sure we highlight that. So you went to undergrad and that wasn't enough. 
And you then pursued and finished your master's in gerontology. I, I took a year off to decide what I want to do when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was like, it was the opportunity. And it's like, take advantage of it. Not everybody has that opportunity. So, so what has been the biggest payoff for you earning your degree? I don't know that it's a payoff but I'm back in the workforce. Mm -hmm. Um, Totally unexpected because after undergrad, I'm like, okay, this is good. But then after grad school and I, you know, got the degree in gerontology, I I was like, you know, I have got to give back some kind of way. Mm -hmm. And where I did my practicum for grad school, I was actually just going to volunteer mm-hmm. because, you know, I liked the organization. Um, I felt like I could give back in that way in, what, in whatever way she needed me to. Mm-hmm. But then um, in the midst of COVID, their volunteer coordinator left and I got a part-time job. Now, I don't know that that's a payoff, mm-hmm. but it's a way to still give back. Yeah, but I get paid for it because yeah. I totally work more than I get paid for, which is okay. Yeah. 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 But that is, that's a benefit. And I guess I we should have worded that differently because really what we're seeking is what you said. What benefits, how, you know, I guess even unexpected ways have you benefited from that mm-hmm. experience? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you not only benefited, you've helped others. So that's, um, that's and I, I, I will say I work with older adults in the community and um, as an older adult in the community, the one thing it's made me do is be in the moment more, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. It does. Um, I talk to people, older adults, you know, my, well, I put it this way. My first conversation was, this is going to take five or 10 minutes. I was on the phone for 30, 45 minutes Mm -hmm. with an older adult. Right. right. And it's like, don't rush it. Sit there, listen, be in the moment. And it's just amazing to hear their stories. You know, they just want some, and we all do. We want somebody to listen to us and talk to us. And, you know, we're in the midst of COVID. So that kind of changed things a little yeah. bit. Just a conversation. So now, are there resources out there for older students? Actually, yes. And I don't know if people are aware of it, but VCU has a senior citizens higher education program. Mm-hmm. Um, and as soon as COVID kind of gets straight I still would love to go back and just take classes that I really, really want to talk, take, which has always been graphic design or something in marketing. Really? Mm-hmm. But um, they have a program and I printed this so that I could be sure I had it right. Any person who turns 60 before the beginning of the semester can claim entitlement. You can get the tuition waiver. And I think you can take courses for credit or um, courses for audit. Okay. And, and what's the name of that program, Debbie? 
It's um, VCU Senior Citizens Higher Education Program. I think the courses for credit are dependable on your income. It says senior citizens with a taxable income of $23,850 or less for the year may take a course for academic credit. But if your income exceeds that, you can only take a course to audit. Okay. And it's tuition under tuition free policy. Wow. And I mean, I would I would love to go back just to audit some classes. Yeah. I so want to take a Spanish class. So that's um that's good information. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You talk about Spanish. Latin was one of my um I took Latin. Mm-hmm. thinking it would be easier <laughs> only because I took Latin in high school, thinking yeah. it would be easier. Yeah. Um, I passed. <laughs> but I, I also think that, that they, they give you so many options in a college class to pass. You know, if you're not a good test taker, there's a project. Mm-hmm. There's a group project. There's a paper. There's something to me, I think, to help you pass yeah okay if you don't meet all you can't because i'm a terrible test taker Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um yeah you must not be though yeah (laughs) um i'll I'll put it this way Teresa. for my ms program we had Mm -hmm. to take we had to do a um not it's kind of a overview of everything you've learned but it's like a pass fail Mm -hmm. And we studied, um, you know, I was in study groups. Um, I had postcards on the mirrors in the bathroom to remind myself (laughs) of stuff that I knew I would be asked. Um, I was trying to come up with rhymes to remember stuff. um, And it was a two-hour program, I mean, um, exam. I went in there. I took it. I got in the car. I had a total meltdown. Oh. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, literally a total meltdown. Well, of course, there were a couple of questions that I didn't answer correctly. And I had to do some additional research, submit a paper on a couple of the questions. And, you know, I passed. But you but did it's it. Like you they did do. It. I mean, it's like you can't really fail, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but I, I think, too, Debbie, though, that's the maturity of a, um, an older student because, you know, you seek out different, you know, uh, resources or ways that you su- that you can succeed. And when things happen, you don't crumble as easily. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. you, you yeah. have some more a bit more fortitude to know, you know what, this is what I have to do. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's a there's a testament in there, I tell you, testimony in there. And and to me, that that's a uh, that's a proud moment. So um, what are you most proud about in reference to completing your degree? That I accomplished it. Oh, nice. Yeah, Um, I accomplished it. And I mean, the year I graduated with my um, B.A., I turned 60. Mm-hmm. Wow. I traveled to Paris. Wow. Yeah. And I graduated. You know, it's like, oh my God, I don't believe this is happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be honest, I was pressed for graduation. 
everything they had, I was there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, everything, you know, whatever they had, I was there. Yeah. So when when you know when I see when COVID came, yeah. that was a whole different story because I had to set out a semester. Yeah. Um, I had unexpected surgery. Yeah. But graduation, yeah. I didn't really care. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I tell you what, we've said that. Let me tell you, when I got my um, master's and I was just so proud of myself for finishing, I I attended every, every event VCU had. I was there, the reception, any, if anybody had anything to honor the new graduates, I was there. I think my family was looking at me like, Same. is she going to something else? <laughs> yes, I am. Uh-huh. I was the same way, Lou. I was the same yeah. way. Yeah. And um, but at that time, I think even was like maybe three. I was taking him to everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 For, um, for graduation, it's like, okay, Courtney was with me, driving me. Shelby was coming later with her dad. Um, Ray Child, we you know we got we went to so many things. He said, he said, you going to I'm like, yep. <laughs> Listen, I, I totally get that. Listen, I was the same way. Yes, ma'am. So um, but Debbie, was there anything? Did you learn anything about yourself? as you pursued your degree, was there anything that surprised you or you thought, hmm, wasn't expecting that? I think I surprised myself because I realized I can stand up for myself. You know what I'm saying? I think because I I consider myself quiet, (laughs) reserved, but I think... I realize that if I don't stand up, if I'm not my best advocate, who will be? That is so true. Um, That's true. And the thing is, I remember I had one class and I couldn't understand why I didn't get an A. Mm -hmm. So I asked the professor and he goes, I rarely give A's. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't really, and this is kind of email. I didn't really Mm -hmm. understand why that was the reason not to give an A. When I attended every class, turned in every assignment, mm-hmm. and there were some classes that he was not even there. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, uh, I can just put it out there. Well, I got my A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And had I not stood up for myself, I don't think I would. I mean, why do I have to take what I don't think I, I deserve when I That's work? Right. So I think realizing, and there's a you can do it in a, you can be not, you can be good about it and not be bad or nasty, I believe. Right. Um, but the idea is I'm not trying to get something that's not mine that I didn't work it. for. Debbie, what advice would you give to other mature students who may be thinking about finishing their degree? I said, just do it. <laughs> you can, I mean, this sounds really bad, but if I can do it, <laughs> Everybody can do it. Um, And I'm not saying that there won't be challenges, but there is help available if we put, and I had to set that pride aside because math was my hardest class. I actually had to get a tutor. I had to let my table mates know that I'm not getting this. And they helped me. They worked with me. 
I think once we put our pride aside and decide we want to do something, we can do anything we want to. Okay. Okay. Wow. That is, um, that's great advice. And I, I'm telling you when we, before we started recording, we talked about how it's so important for us to share your story because people need to know many times we place limitations on ourselves because of yeah. our age. And, um, we have got to stop doing that to actively yeah. fight against doing that. Not only in terms of our educational pursuits, but in how we care for ourselves. And, you know, you mentioned traveling to Paris. We've got to open ourselves up to new experiences yeah. because that makes our lives so much richer and even more so as we age. So yeah. kudos to you, Debbie, for doing that. Thank you. Yeah. And the, the last thing, the one thing I would like to say is that was why I did the gerontology master's. Uh -huh. And it was literally because I wanted to know about me as far as aging and aging adult. And the first thing I learned at our first meeting, introduction meeting, pretty much, was how ages I had been all my life. I mean... And one of my professors actually wrote a book mm -hmm. and it's just something, I don't know, about ageism. And you talk about things that we can do and putting limitations on each other. Um, sometimes realizing that ageism is free and rampant. It's just all over the place. And we take things we say about age for granted, not realizing that we're totally forgetting that we're all aging day in and day out. Mm -hmm. It's it's just something to think about. Debbie, that's good. Yeah, that is <laughs> age is just a number. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. Just and Debbie, really though, to me, you exude that. The way you yeah. carry yourself. Absolutely. Um, and the way you interact, you, you seem to always have a smile on your face mm -hmm. and you know to seem to be engaged in life. And um <laughs> That's a, yeah, but that's a very good thing that we have to actively make sure that we're staying engaged um, in life and everyday activities. So again, thank you so much for being here on Earrings Off. It's been a delight speaking with you. you um, thank take, you. All right. Take good care. 